You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to the Packernet Podcast. I am your host and resident panelist, as always, Ryan Schlipp. Check us out online, Packernet.com. Find me on Twitter, Pack underscore data. So, this is the official weekly podcast that breaks down the Packers stock market game. If you don't know what that is or if you don't care, feel free to click off now. But it's a game that I basically created. It's completely free. If you want to participate, just get in the Facebook group. While you're in there, be sure to share the pinned post for a chance to win a free t-shirt. Um, but get in there. Basically what we do, we give you fake $1,000. You bet on Packers player based on the values, which we'll show you the values. It'll be in the Facebook groups by today. You buy shares of that player. If the player performs well, the value of the shares go up and you made money. If it goes down, you lost money. That's why we call it a stock market game. Although it doesn't have an official name, but stock market's probably in the name somewhere. That's the game. You want to play? Get in the group. Ask a question. Good to go. But this is the results show. So we're going to do the results. In dead last place, we got Mr. Jared S. Jared started out with an even $1,000. Not a new player, apparently, because those are all what, whatever. I don't know. But lost 35% of his money and is down to 651 Oh, it's because we let people get back to 1000 last week if you were under 1000 So there, just to be clear, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 people were under 1000 We brought them back up to 1000 as a Christmas gift. And they went right back down under a thousand. Come on, guys, we, we gave you one. We gave you one. Two of the people that we brought back up to a thousand decided not to even play. Ungrateful. Or actually, Kevin might have played, but didn't. Kind of broke even. On the positive side, one, two, three of you who were brought back up to a thousand went above a thousand this week, which kind of is just telling me some of you, you're not good with your money. You should take a financial class or something. <laughs> it's the same guys every time. I also am going to talk a little trash. I, I can't help I, I mean, I'm not. I keep dropping because the guys at the top are taking my advice and going all in on certain players, and I'm too much of a coward to do it. So even though I've gone up every single week, I'm dropping in the rankings because people keep passing me. It's not making me happy, but whatever. Anyway, so Jared's in last place. And really, I can't even be mad at him because he took the the right advice, right? He, he got a, a fresh lease on life. He went all in on one player, and it wasn't a bad decision. He went all in on Elton Jenkins. Here's the problem, though, and this is the thing that I've been saying. People look at these values, and there's a disconnect between what the value says and what our, our thought on how good this player is. So, for example, Elton Jenkins was at 67.7. We're looking at that and saying, dude, everyone's been telling me Elton's one of the greatest players. He's super good. He's awesome. This is a guarantee. The problem is he has that grade for a reason, and it's because he's not actually as good as you've been told. So I don't I don't hate it. I, I was I'm I just before I started I was looking at who to put money on. I'm considering going in on all Elton Jenkins. I don't think I will, but I'm I'm molding it over. However, Elton Jenkins went from sixty seven point seven down to a forty four. It was his worst week ever. It was terrible. 
He's due a bounce back, but I mean that that was the worst investment, and a lot of guys invested in Elton Jenkins. A lot of guys lost most of their money because of Elton Jenkins. So again, I'm going to talk trash, but I get it, and I promise you, I was considering Elton Jenkins this last week. I just didn't go down that route. Second to last place, Josh S. Now Josh did not get the Christmas gift because he was over a thousand. Unfortunately, he was just barely over a thousand at one thousand twenty-six. He lost twenty-three percent of his money and is now down to seven eighty-five. If I said Josh, I meant John. I don't know, John S. John decided to go all in on Preston Smith, and I think this is the same thing because we look at Preston and Zadarius, say they're both really, really good. Preston's number is a sixty-nine point five. Here, here, understand one thing, and I shouldn't be giving anyone advice. This late in the season, if they've been playing all year, they don't have a low grade because of some fluke circumstance. This is who they are. So we're not looking at what their grade is compared to what my perception is, because your perception is wrong. This is who they are. The question is, are they going to have a better week than normal this week? So there's nothing wrong with betting on Preston. He has, you know, he's in a position to make a lot of things, and if you're going up against bad tackles, boom, all in on Preston. Just understand that if you're looking at it saying, dude, Preston is easily like an 80. His value is a 69.5. Dude, I'm taking that all day. He's a 69.5 because that's what he's been averaging for the year. That's true of pretty much everybody on here. So just understand that. Don't go based on what you feel they are compared to what PFF says because the grades are going to be PFF's grades. So it's only based on how good they're going to do this week as compared to what they've been the rest of the year, which is their average. But anyways, and and I'm just assuming that's what people are thinking. Nothing wrong with just saying, boom, I think Preston's going to have a big day. Also, it makes more sense, even if you have Preston and Zadarius and, and you want to pick between one of the two of them, Preston makes more sense because there's more room for growth. It makes no sense to put money down on somebody who has like a 90 overall because you can't double your money. Even if they have a, a 99 game, which never happened, it only went up 9, which would be 10% of what it was at. Preston Smith at, at 70 could do like a 99, and it's a, it's a 50% increase. So let's also keep that in the back of our minds, which makes Preston a good pick. I'm not saying that was a reason it's for a bad pick, but some of you guys are betting on people with like 80s and 90s. There's really no reason to do that because their grade can only go down. And I, you know, I'm, I'm competing with a lot of you, but it'd be nice if it was a little closer competition and some of you guys are just always down there. So I'm just trying to help you out a little bit. Third from the bottom, starting with $1,041, losing 21% of his money is Daniel L. Danny went a different route and presumably... This is a way to protect your money, which if you're trying to protect your money and we're going up against the Giants in which people generally did a really good job, you shouldn't lose money, man. But, I mean, you did. So the wagers were on Aaron Rodgers, which, again, my advice, he's an 81.4. How much higher could he actually go? Not very much. He had a down uh, week. which So, so the, here's another way to look at this. If they're already really high, if they have an up week, you're not going to get very much because it can't get much higher. If they have a down week, which is going to happen 50% of the time, like half the time he's going to be a little higher than his average, half the time he's going to be lower, the the range of how much lower it can go, it, it's just it's a super high risk bet with n- really no upside. So just don't bet on Aaron Rodgers or Aaron Jones or Devontae. There's no reason to ever do that. You can. There are going to be times they have like a 90, and then you made a little bit of money, but not much. But anyways, he went down, so you lost money on that one. Uh, Blake Martinez was actually a very, very good investment. He started off at 57-ish, went up to 71. And again, that's, you know, what, 15 points? Aaron Jones literally can't go up 15. He can't. He would be over 100. So you get what I'm saying, right? Blake Martinez has goes from being kind of bad to sort of just kind of good. 
and you make a ton of money. Some some of these guys, that's the thing. You look at some of these guys with terrible grades, all they have to do is be average, like just not be terrible for one week. And it could be four snaps. It doesn't, we don't even care. If, if these guys literally come out, play one snap, and don't ever come out again, PFF will give them a 60 more often than not. You just made a bunch of money on that because they, show, they showed up and just weren't terrible. Something else to keep in mind. So this was a great investment, Blake Martinez. But uh, also put money on Devontae. Again, please stop doing that. Devontae started at an 86. He performed at a 69.8. Lost a ton of money on that. And again, even if he did have like a 91, you made almost no money on Devontae. You can't make money on Devontae or Aaron Rodgers or Aaron Jones. Not much. And again, compared to the risk, it's not worth it. And we saw that twice. Aaron Rodgers and Devontae both lost you money. Uh, Jair Alexander, not a terrible bet. Um, he's already at a 70. I put money on Alan Lazard, who was like a 75 last week. But again, that's because even though it can't go up that high, it can still go up relatively high, and I think they're going to have a good uh, week. Jair, I don't think, is a bad bet either because he's only at a 70, which is kind of high, but he has the ability to get to a 90. Some of these guys, I mean, they're at like 85, and they're, they're generally are not going to get much higher than an 85 or a 70, and that's kind of a flukish 70, which I guess Alan Lazard would fit that category, but whatever. They had such bad corners, I just... And it didn't work. But Jair isn't a bad bet at 70. However, in this case, it didn't pan out. So overall, lost a good bunch of money. Next up, Zachary B. Got a free $1,000 and squandered it. Lost 12% of his money down to 881. Zach went all in on Jair. Again, I'm not super mad at the Jair thing. And the all-in strategy is just, it's there's, there's nothing you can do that's high risk. Or that isn't high risk when you go all in on one player. Because anybody can go down. It doesn't really matter how low you are. You could be at a... Uh, 40, and you can end up playing at a 30 and just lose a ton of money. Especially if you are a 40, the odds of you playing at a 30 is I mean, it's not that unlikely, because apparently you're really bad. So it's a super high-risk thing. Again, I'm not mad at the Jair pick. That was just bad luck, in my opinion. Uh, they don't have super great wide receivers. You were expecting that big bounce back, because Jair has that ability, and he will do that. Right? I mean, I'm, I'm strongly considering Kevin King in this game, just because what I was talking about with Kelvin Harmon, and his grade's really low, so it's one of those. But it's super high risk, because I know Kevin King can drop a 40 like it's nothing, and I lose half my money, or uh, you know, a third of it, whatever. So the, the all-in thing just scares me. It's why I don't generally do it, but you got to if you want to get ahead. He tried, took a swing at Jair. Jair didn't pay off. Uh, Justin P. Started out, he was a Christmas gift thousander guy, lost 8%. Justin spread his money out a little bit between, um, let's see, Aaron Jones, which is always a bad strategy, and in this case, it was a horrible strategy. Aaron Jones started at an 85. He had a terrible game, went down to 55. And again, this is the point. He went down um, 30 points. He can only go up 15, and that's if he plays perfect. Not even. 14.7 is the most he can go up. He can literally go down about 80. He dropped 30, so that is a massive drop. And unfortunately, it nullified a relatively good bet, 7.7 shares, which is a higher share percentage, which again is another angle to look at this. He had more shares on a guy that won, which was Darnell Savage, went from 64 to 76, but he only went up 10. You had almost six shares on a guy that dropped 30. So keep this stuff in the back of your mind. I mean, do whatever you want. I don't care. Just stuff to think about. Next up, Ben S., another thousander, dropped 5%. Ben put 7.1 shares on uh, Alan Lazard, ended up being a fantastic bet. Again, relatively high risk because he was already at 70, 
and I don't really see Alan Lazard as like a super elite player. Again, I'm just playing the fact that I think he's a legit number two right now. Not Maybe not he's going to be that way forever, but they see him as the number two, so they're going to want to feature him, and it's up against a, a bad secondary, so I just figured he would get a couple really good throws. He got that, ended up with some really good grades, and it panned out a lot. So um, Ben actually did great on that. Uh, the problem is he put about an equal share a little bit more on Elton Jenkins. Elton Jenkins lost a little bit more than Alan Lazard went up, which is saying a lot. Not mad at this. I mean, he went basically all in on two guys. Very similar strategy to what I did. I just went across the three receivers. He went on Alan Lazard and Elton Jenkins. Elton Jenkins completely destroyed him. He hurt a lot of people this week. Next up, Mr. Kyle B. He got the Christmas gift and lost 5%. Kyle committed the ultimate cardinal sin he went all in on a guy that's already too high Aaron Rodgers again you can kind of do and Aaron Rodgers I would say is is on the verge it's on the verge of being too high 80 for Aaron Rodgers is a little bit low but again even if he gets back up to that 90 range it's only nine right he's at 81.4 so technically it's 8.6 if he gets an elite grade that's not a lot and really we're just looking at percentages going up it's not even so much betting on the player and and Aaron Rodgers is a really good player it's betting on how good the player is going to be in comparison to their grade and how much it's going to go up as a percentage Aaron Rodgers can't go up that high so I get that Aaron Rodgers will probably go up but best case scenario it goes up about 10 percent so you end up again best case scenario from a thousand to eleven hundred and we got guys this week who went up 30 percent I mean you know 26%, 32%, 32%, 26%, 32%, 32%, 22%, 21%, 22%, 22%, 16%, The best case scenario you're giving yourself is 10 11 12%. And again, the, the risk is, is massive. I mean, he could have put up another 30 game, and you'd be literally sitting at about $300 right now. So something to think about. Uh, next up, Stephen H. Steve H. Uh, had 1,052, lost 8%, down to $963. He went in on Preston Smith and Rashawn Gary. I don't think either of those are really terrible um, wager. Again, Preston is at 69.5. That's just kind of who he is. But you could definitely see where he's the kind of guy that he can get two sacks in this game and just completely dominate. And he could end up with like a 90 grade. And that would just be massive. And again, again, it's a matter of how low is he, how high can he be, and what is his competition that he's going up against this week. I don't think that's a terrible wager. However, Preston Smith went from about 70 down to 53, really, really dropped off. So lost a lot of money. Rashawn Gary did go up. He's been making money every week, but it's only been a little bit. So he's been a, he's like a, a bond, right? You're not making much, but it's a safe bet. <laughs> so he, he's been in like the 50s and he's been getting in the 60s. So he's, he's making people a little bit of money every week. So he's been a relatively good bet as far as just, just getting you that two, three, four, five percent But, you know, that, that could obviously change very quickly. But uh, not mad at the bets. It just didn't really pan out. Next up, we got Mitchell. Mitchell had the $1,000 gift and lost 4% of it. He did kind of the have all in that I'm starting to want to do now. He did it with Ibrahim Campbell and Jay Sternberger. I don't think either of those are really bad decisions. Uh, both of them are relatively low. Ibrahim Campbell at 62.7. I mean, again, that's who he is, but he's got a lot of potential to have a good week if he just really hammers it in the run defense. Maybe he gets like a really good play in coverage that can really boost his grade. But he went down to a 56, which... Wasn't that big of a drop, but it was a disappointment. And then Jay Sternberger, who I don't think played very much at all, went from a 52 to a 53. So got a little bit, but again, he's sort of like a bond kind of thing. And Basically, he broke even on Jay Sternberger, went down just a little bit on Ibrahim, and that's how you get where you are. Next up, we got Daniel. He also had 1,000 and lost 2%. This is Daniel M. I don't know how many Daniels we have. Daniel liked to spread out his money, which you know usually is a safe bet. 
uh, but he put money on Aaron Rodgers. I've talked extensively about that. Stop doing that. Blake Martinez was a very, very good bet. Blake is very low, and he does have that upside potential, and this was a great week to bet on him. 56.9, no matter how bad you think Blake is, that's low for him. He had a 71.8 week. It was his best week of the year. That was a really good pick. Um, did I really – I'm confused. Oh, shoot. I bet I did Daniel M for Daniel L. I think I messed that up. Because this, oh no, because he didn't have Blake, did he? There's just a random zero sitting here. Um, and then also did Devontae Adams. I got to look at that. And then Jair. I did mess that up. Daniel L is uh, like second from the bottom. He had five shares on Devontae, which went down a lot. Five shares on Elton, who went down a lot. And then uh, 3.2 shares on Zadarius, which again is another bad investment because he's already at 84.6. So in other words, so so here's the other angle on this. Zadarius Smith had a very good game. He had a grade of an 80 overall, which is incredible. He was probably the highest graded guy on the team. Still lost money on him. I mean, have, have I gotten that point across yet? So sorry about the confusion. Daniel L is who I meant before. Daniel M is is who I talked about for Daniel L. Anyways, whatever. It, I got confused. Plus, Daniel is spelled wrong on here. If we could try to fix that, it's D-A-N-I-L-E-L. So every time I search for it, it doesn't come up. Try to try to change that. Uh, Jared F also had a thousand. Only lost one percent. So pretty much broke even. But uh, four point seven percent on Alan Lazard. Great investment. 4.5% on Jamal Williams, pretty much broke even, lost a little bit. And then 4.8% on Preston Smith, which lost you some money. So that's how you end up breaking even and even losing a little bit. Not bad investments really on any of them. Alan Lazard, again, was a high risk that paid off that I did, so I can't be mad at it. Um, uh, Jamal, I think, is a decent enough bet. It actually was pretty solid because this was uh, Jamal week instead of an Aaron Jones week, but it just it wasn't that high, so he ended up losing a little bit. And then uh, Preston, I've already talked about, is, is a pretty good wager. Just didn't pan out. In other words, it's one where you did it and it didn't pan out, but if you followed it up and did it again this week, not mad about it. Um, and then the last player under $1,000 now, my man Murillo T. Started off with $1,225 and lost 19% of his money. And it's a killer. But he actually had the same strategy as uh, somebody else on here. He went... A good portion on Preston and Gary. So you lose on Preston, break even on Gary. And then again, Elton Jenkins. There's always that one guy that a lot of people bet on that just crushes everybody. And I think Elton's going to be that guy this week. Everyone really believed in him. They saw that that number 67.7. They're like, dude, that's automatic. And again, I think that is a good wager. Elton has that ability to be like an 80. So a pretty good, I don't, I don't think he's ever going to be a 90 this week or this, this year. For a guard, I mean, that's really rare. Quarterback, fine. But a guard, yeah, maybe pretty rare though just as somebody that's on pff a lot but again elton jenkins at 67 he could have a 75 80 kind of a game so i'm not mad at that wager but again didn't pan out kevin s um basically broke exactly even i mean he's actually officially at one thousand nine dollars from a thousand so he made nine bucks but it's um, a little less than one percent but rashawn gary which was about a break even marquez valdez scantling actually went back a hair i bet on him as well similar you know again i went across the wide receivers so uh rashawn went up just a tad marquez went down just a tad break even it's like the second week we've had almost exactly even which is just hilarious to me uh andy trevor and blaine didn't play what's up guys yeah it's, it's a giants game how do you not play in the giants game that's money to be made anyways uh, that brings us to 13th place now. Guys that are above 1,000, although, uh, let's see, Trevor and Blaine are also above 1,000, but whatever. Guys that played that are above 1,000. 13th place, Philly B. My man. See, 
Gave him a thousand dollars. Gave him a second chance, man. Right? It's Christmas time. We're gonna give you free money. Make me proud. He comes out twelve percent increase. My man. But Phil B spread his money out everywhere. Three percent on Corey Lindsley. That was a great wager that a couple people made. Um, solid, right? Corey Lindsley, sixty-two. Again, he's probably never going to be in the nineties or even upper eighties. But from sixty-two, there's a lot of room for growth. Just need that one good week, and this was it. So that was a great wager. Danny Vitale was basically a break-even. Darnell Savage was a good investment. Went up about ten or twelve total points. Uh, Jamal Williams went down just a hair. Jimmy Graham went up just a hair. And then Kevin King was another good investment. Uh, He went from 54 to 65. And Kevin King is a good investment. He has the ability to put up like a a high 80s or 90s game. Legitimately. Very boomer bust. And the fact that he's at a 54 makes him one of the best bets just about every single week. But he's also one of the worst. Super high risk. But if you're looking to make a bunch, Kevin King just hoping for that big day. This wasn't a big day. He was average on the year. But again, it's one of those things where even if he's average, I made money. And Kevin King being average is not that, you know, I mean, about half the year he's been better than average. So you got a 50% chance with maybe like a 10% chance that he has just a blowout game. So I'm not mad at a Kevin King wager pretty much ever unless it's just a bad matchup, which this week, you know, depending on who he ends up going up against, it could be a good week. And then we follow that up with Christopher D., who also got that free $1,000 and gained 16%. Actually, no, I'm sorry. He's a new player. But still, new guy showing up, bam, 16%. Great start. Actually, these numbers are all messed up. He's not in 12th place because there's two 12s. Come on, man, get your numbers right. He's in 13th place, Phil's in 14th place, whatever. But Christopher showed up. He's been listening. He went all in, and he went in on Dean Lowry, a great investment. Dean's always a good investment because he's at 58. Again, every one of these, it's about 50-50, but Dean Lowry has some real high upside. He went up to a 68, which, again, is average to good. Went up, ended up going up 10 points. So there you go. Easy money, man. Just slap all your money down on Dean, especially when you're just starting out. right? A lot of guys, you're just starting out, whatever, just slap all my money down on stuff. Who cares? you got a long way to go to catch up. Uh, next up, Kyle D. didn't play, so he's sitting at officially 12th place at $1,211.79. Very, very, I mean, we're talking, let's see, seven cents higher in 11th place is Tyler L., who lost 12% of his money. Real big bummer. Had he just not played, he would be in eighth place right now, but he played and lost money. The last player to lose money on this list, Tyler L., who, is this Tyler Lancaster, by the way? Is Tyler Lancaster, if he put money on Tyler Lancaster, I'm going to crack up. He didn't. Shame on you. Granted, Tyler Lancaster lost a lot of money, but still, shame on you. It's your namesake, man. Come on. But uh, he put 9.5 on Corey Lindsley, which was a great investment, but 11.5 on the killer Elton Jenkins. So there you go. So again, from here on out, it's all good news. And we've got two more guys that were given the gift of 1,000. And both of these guys did fantastic. In fact, they must have done the exact same thing. Thomas A. and Michael S. in 10th and 9th place, but are actually tied to the penny, which is how I know they did the exact same thing. Both went up exactly 22%. Not surprisingly, because it's one of the popular things to do, mostly just to stick it in my face. Thomas A. went all in on Kevin King. I'd be willing to bet that was the exact... It has to be. Yep, all in on Kevin King. So, awesome, right? Just all in on a guy that makes a lot of sense, Kevin King. And again, Kevin King didn't even have a good day. He was average and made these guys a bunch of money. 22% just by being average. Again, compare that to Aaron Rodgers, who can't give you 22%. Even if he has a perfect day, it's not 22%. I know I'm, I'm beating that to death, but I'm, I'm just trying to help people out here. Next up, we got Brad H., who started with 1,244 and went up 
I mean, of, of everybody from here on out, me and Todd had the lowest percentage. So guys are just passing me up. And Todd, who was at one point uncatchable, is just about caught. But some serious movers. And that's what you expect against the Giants, right? And that's what we should expect against Washington. So if you didn't play last week, you need to be playing. Because Washington is, we're not going to get much easier than this. But Brad H. went up 21%. He is at 1,505, which is another perk of being up really high. Because 21% of 1,200 is a lot more than it is of 500. So he made three, almost, well, $260, whatever. But Brad went four shares of Alan Lazard, which was huge. Five shares of Rashawn, which went up a little bit. And then 10.9, basically 11 shares of Blake Martinez, which was massive. Just a great week across the board. Rashawn was kind of iffy, but whatever. Again, it's, 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 it's like playing the stock market, man. Rashawn Gary's gold. Right, we'll, just, we'll just stash that over there. Safe. I'll, I'll stick with bonds, I guess. I don't know. I'm not touching the gold thing because people get weird about that. Go a little bit high risk with Alan Lazar because he's already high, but I think he's going to have a good day. And then Blake because he's really, I mean, that's that's diversification, man. I like it, and it worked out really well. In seventh place, we got Taylor S., who went up 22% from 1,743 to 2,120. What did Taylor do? All in on Kevin King. So anybody that's at 22%, which is the last one, but 22% is the number for all in on Kevin King because that's what he went up. He went up 22%. Next up in sixth place, Pack Daddy, me. I went up 13%, but dropped because uh, Jeff K. passed me. So thanks a lot, dude. But again, I invested because the main thing I was attacking was their corners because they're so terrible. I knew one of these wide receivers would break out. 12 shares of Alan Lazard, 13 on Geronimo, 11 on Marquez. The only real thought process, the only reason I went higher on Geronimo is because he's so low at 55. Alan Lazard is already at 70, although I thought he'd be the breakout. And then Marquez, he's low, but I just don't have a lot of belief in him. So they're all very basically even. But you got the two guys that are low. Of the two, I think Geronimo was most likely to break out. I know Marquez is likely to get that big, deep pass, whatever. But just down to down, I don't think he's going to do much. So that was the thought process. So basically, uh, Marquez, I lost very, very little. Geronimo, I went up a fair amount, 55 to 63. And then Allen went from 70 to 87. So that was a big one. So 13% is good, but man, guys just made massive bank and I went back one spot. Uh, Jeff K, as I mentioned, is now in fifth place. Went from 2,083 to 2,753. Went up 32%. Two guys went up 32% this week. I'm guessing they did the exact same thing. We'll find out in a moment. I'm guessing he went all in on someone. Sure enough, all in on Mr. Montravius Adams. This is this is exactly what I've been saying, and I'm, I'm going to show you this again. Montravius Adams was a, what, what did I say, 30, 32% return. Do you know how good Montravius Adams was? He wasn't. He was bad in this game. Beyond that, he only went up 15 points, which isn't that big, but what percentage of 15 is... What percentage of 43 is 15? It's a higher percentage. Going from 43 to 57 is a bigger leap than if you're at 80 and go up to 95. They're both 15 points. But as a percentage, which is really what we're talking about. So you got a guy like Montrevious. Two guys got filthy rich betting on Montrevious Adams who had a bad day. Are you getting how the math on this works? It doesn't matter that Montrevious is bad. It doesn't matter that Montrevious was still bad this week. It just matters that he went from 43 to 57, which is 15%, which is 32% of his total, which is what we're talking about. 15 is 32% of 43. If Montrevious would have had like an 80, that's a 100% increase. They could have gone from 2,500 to 5,000 and had been in, in uh, probably first or second place. If, if somebody bets on a guy that's a 40 that happens to get an 80 just on a fluke day, 
100% increase. No, it's unlikely, but still, I mean, again, just trying to get everyone to understand the math of this. All right, third place, Mr. Billy M. I think Billy was in second for a while, but Dylan is just on the war path. Uh, Billy only went up 16%, which again, on a given week is usually pretty good, but he's got guys just nipping at his heels now. He's only beating Zach by about 60, so they're they're completely neck and neck, but Billy went up 16%, same as Christopher, so I wonder if that's a similar situation. But he put a couple shares on Billy Turner, which was almost a exact break-even, which props to Billy betting on Billy. I think you should do that every week. Maybe you have been, and I just haven't caught that, but uh, you need to keep doing that. Two shares on Rashawn, which was another break-even, so it didn't really hurt you. 37.4 share, basically all of your money on Kyler Fackrell. Great investment, went from 63 up to 74. So, again, that was, what is that? That's 11, but a smaller percentage because he's already higher. But still, a very good investment. Second place now, we got Dylan, who went up 26%. Again, he's on an absolute war path. If he continues, what if, if we have another week like last week, he will be the new person in the lead. I didn't think anyone would catch um, Todd, but it's it's happening. But uh, Dylan is, you know, he knows what he wants, and he wants the lead. So he went all in. Who did he go all in on? Blake Martinez. Fantastic investment. Super high risk, right? Blake could have been in the 40s, and you lose a bunch of money. But um, it panned out, so prop. And then finally, Todd, who is still in first place. He's in first place by 600, which seems like a lot. But, you know, as a percentage, again, it just takes a guy like Dylan or even Billy or somebody to get a, a big enough percentage to, to pass him. But he had a 7% increase, which is good. But when you're at the top, I mean, you got to be cranking out higher than that or you're going to be out of this quick. But Todd now is starting to diversify, which, you know, it, it's kind of like, here's what Todd's doing. Todd's in the lead. He's got a big lead, right? Like a, a two-score lead, and he's playing prevent defense. I'm just saying. That's what he's doing. He's spreading his money out, just trying not to lose money. I, I see what you're doing. Put in 14 shares on Blake. That was a great investment. Um, put in 18 shares on Dean, another great investment. He's just a really good, he just picks the right guys every week. It's incredible. Now, obviously that's not going to pan out because whatever, Jair, that didn't pan out. And then Kevin King, that did pan out. Um, And then Preston went backwards. So I think this actually happened last week where there was a bunch of really, really good investments and then just two bad ones that kind of took some of the the pep out of the step there. But uh, he's he's just got a knack, man. That's how he gets up as high as he is. Fortunately, he's been spreading out too much, and what happens is he's got his really good picks, but then he always gets a couple really bad ones, so that keeps him from having like a 20% return. Instead, he has like a 7, because he picked out a couple bad ones. Hopefully, Todd keeps diversifying, and that'll give us a chance to catch up. The question is, who are we going to put our money on this week? I got to put my stuff in the comments this time, because Todd scolded me for that. So anyways, Todd's going to have those numbers up momentarily. Thank you guys for playing. I really do enjoy this. I hope you do too. Again, it's completely free. If you want to participate, just jump in the Facebook group. We'll give you a free $1,000. It's fake, but I mean, it's free, so cry me a river. And you get to use that to invest in Packers, and it's just, I mean, it's a fun game. It's like fantasy football, but better, and it's just for the Packers, and it's its awesome. So anyways, talk to you next week. Have a good one. Bye-bye.